What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. This is the Fantasy Football Show, sponsored by Quick Trip, as everything on my channel. And uh, I want to give a, a shout out to Bart Star Tailgate Party. I'll be down there Sunday for the Saints game. Um, if you don't have nowhere to tailgate, check it out. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to be down there. I'm going to be trying to interview everyone. So if you come and see me, expect to be part of some content. But uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a good time. And don't forget about uh, Quick Trip Rewards Packer Points. Every dollar you spend a Quick Trip, you get uh, a point, and uh, you can use those points to join sweepstakes and uh, win all types of cool stuff. They got truck, the memorabilia, they got all types of stuff. Check the Quick Rewards app. Have all the stuff on there. It's pretty awesome. But uh, uh, here we go. Fantasy football. It is Tuesday, so we got we got Dak Dakota. I always call you Dak because. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. But I'll be we, we got Dakota as always. And we have Rev Trev. Um, I should put the names on here. I always forget to take that have that there. But uh how how, how are you guys doing tonight? Having a good time. Doing right, great. So, yeah. You're on the big screen. You gotta you you gotta speak, Trev. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I I'm doing well, man. I, I thought Dakota was gonna jump in there. So <laughs> I'm pumped. Uh, I love it because this week I just started uh, destroying people in my leagues. Uh, it was fun. I'm I'm in two and zero in a lot of leagues, so I'm I'm pumped, man. Now, this has been a great start to the season. So and pumped to be here with everyone. Glad everyone's joining us tonight. Sure. So uh, Dakota, how you doing? First of all, and how was uh how'd you do this this last week? I'm doing well. Um... And fantasy went well. Um, I won again four or six, just like last week. Um, so, and and a couple of them were different. So the, the two I lost, you know, get some wins. So I'm feeling pretty good. I got a couple two no teams uh, doing all right. Yeah, I uh, I did not do as well last week. Uh, I mean, actually, I scored a lot of points. I think I had like like what was, I think I don't know if it was like the third highest. But uh, I lost still, but uh, unfortunate. But uh, I, I, I didn't start Swift, which I know a lot of people were like, well, I get it or whatever. But like, I knew Aaron Jones was probably not going to play. I just forgot. Like Thursday came and I was just like, I didn't make a decision. I was, and all of a sudden it was gone. And I, I've been beating myself up ever since. But I'm like, oh, I could still win, but it wasn't meant to be. And then Jamal Williams went down. I had him. I had, uh, it, uh, I don't think he was going to get it done anyways. But I mean, hopefully he's all right. But, um, yeah. So, what do you guys have on the agenda to talk about today? We want to make uh, help people out with their fantasy teams. Obviously, I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm the one who didn't help because I actually have some questions for you guys too. Like, uh, like speaking of that, what about um, like Aaron Jones? Like, uh, do we like do we, do we think he's playing? Are, are, are you guys paying attention? Um, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. that they're giving any information away, anyways. But uh, should I be worried yeah. for next week? Yeah, I'm worried for next week because if you looked at the game and when he's running and he pulls, he grabbing onto the back of his hamstring, I'm like, I don't know about you, but that just was a huge red flag. Like, he's not playing next week. He's not playing the week after that. Like, it's a three to four week injury that hamstrings are. So I, now, can he play? Is he going to be superhuman? You know, Aaron Jones is superhuman. He could do anything, right? But but at the end of the day, I'm planning that he's going to be out. I've, I've been – that's why I started Swift because I'm like, I need someone in there. Uh, and I fluked out and got the 25 points from Swift. So you got to have always plan ahead. I think you need to plan ahead when it comes to um, Aaron Jones. And then if he plays, then you then you slot him in. So Yeah, I would agree. Um, historically, the Packers have been very conservative on the front end of – Thursday night games. So if they're if they're hoping that if they think he's maybe okay to go, but they're not sure, they're gonna make sure that he's available for that short week. Because if he plays this week and then we have the short week next, he's probably not playing. So I think they're likely gonna hold him out and make sure that they have him for Thursday night against the Lions, which is gonna be a big deal this season, right? Lions looking yeah. like one of the top teams in the division. So that's a big game to play early in the season. That's the big one. Yeah, and and, and the Packers are definitely like um, cautious. They're, they're always cautious. But what are some other injuries that that you guys uh, are seeing that people need to 
get a replacement. Yeah, there's this guy named Nick Chubb. I don't know if you guys have known him. I think he's going to be out for a while. <laughs> now, I'm not laughing at his injury. That was absolutely horrific. But there are things like that now. And Barkley is out. That is that's that's scary stuff, guys. And um, you know, especially when you invested so much draft capital, those are those picks that you need to have. Um, yeah, we want to say hi to the chat and glad everyone's here. Just a heads up, we're going to get to your questions, so please post them here, and you're going to get a lot of. We're going to answer a lot of questions tonight, but th those are some of the big ones that are the mat. Like Nick Chubb, I feel so bad for him right now. That was awful, but but there are options for you if you have him. Um, yeah, that's what that's big one for me. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm giving the the that was the that was the layup you gave me here, Matt. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Dakota? Who who's a a guy that maybe you're having to replace? Um, first of all, my daughter wanted to say hi real quick. So hey, what's Charlie. up? <laughs> um, uh, replacements. Um, obviously, yeah, you got Nick Chubb. Um, I didn't have any injuries really hit my squad. But uh, I think we're still figuring out what's going on with Gus and Justice Hill. And some of those guys are available. Um, you know, we got Barkley's out. I, it's an ankle sprain. I didn't, see, I didn't see anything saying that it was high ankle sprain. So hopefully it's a shorter time period. But he's still probably going to miss at least two to three weeks, I would guess. They're not putting him on IR, which makes me think it'll be less than four weeks. But yeah. The other ones, too, is, um, and you see it in the chat, it's Joe Burrow. There's people still talking about Watson. I think that's a good thing to think about. Eckler's out. Um, you know, these are some significant injuries early on. The good news for the Packers is that we have an early bye week, so that's good news. Um, you know, you've got guys like Brees Hall who's coming still coming back from an injury. That is something that you need to kind of keep on uh, making aware. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, is he coming when he comes back in week four? Is is that he does he slot in? Is he even going to play on that team? There's a lot of injuries that we have to kind of be aware of. And uh, that Joe Burrow one is very problematic because not only is it the quarterback, it affects all the wide receivers. <laughs> I mean, who's yeah. their yeah. backup? I don't even know. Yeah, really. Like, if, if if your quarterback goes down, especially if you have a big time quarterback, that affects your whole team. That that's uh, that's for everyone. So let 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 me Dave ask. Browning you. is their backup. Yeesh. All right. So let me ask you this. This is like uh, this. This is a little bit off the subject because I was having a conversation with my son because I wanted to start Jordan Love this last week, but I have Lamar Jackson. But he's like, you can't do that. You got to start Lamar Jackson, which they ended up having like the, almost the same exact points. But uh, who? Who would you uh, start? I feel uh, this week, Jordan Love versus Lamar Jackson. I feel pretty good about about uh, Jordan Love, I think. I mean, yeah, because, like, to me, to me, Jordan Love is, like, uh, it's fun. Because, I, I mean, I've, I'm already having fun, obviously, watching the game. But then every time he does something good, it, it's good for me, too. I mean, it's already good for me. But, you know what I mean? Just adds another layer to it. But um, also, I don't want to play stupid, like, I know, like Lamar Jackson, like when he when he goes, like he goes, like you know. Yeah, and and, and they got and they got Indy, which is not a super strong team. Indy's defense is is sneaky decent, but the issues their defense has is that their offense doesn't give them any help. And now with Richardson out, that could make them even worse. <laughs> yeah, which, it's could, which could put Lamar in some easy scoring situations. So. Given that, you know, he might be the smarter choice, but I do think it's going to be pretty even most weeks between those two. I think they're right now they're I have them in the similar tier. The only thing about uh, Jordan Love, though, is we don't play well against the Saints, and we we traditionally play very bad against the Saints. Like, wasn't it last year we got just smoked by them, or was the year before that? So year before. I am concerned. The good news is it's in Green Bay. Yeah, that's what so I was that's say. where I'm thinking we have a bit of an advantage there compared to before. But the you know a lot of the criticism of Jordan Love right now is that he's just a game manager. Now you can't say that because the fact is is he's got six touchdowns and zero interceptions. I never thought we would be sitting here yeah. after week two 
six touchdowns, you know, now I get it. The, the yards aren't there. And that's what people are worried about when it comes to Jordan Love. Personally, if it was me, I have to think with my head, not my heart. I'm going Lamar Jackson for one more week to see what Jordan Love does. But if you, Matt, decide, you know what, I'm I'm all in. I'm ride or die. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna follow you because we've seen him for two weeks and he's produced. So, you know, like I I'm I've been impressed with Jordan Love. So I'm still on the play it safe. But you you can do it. What are you? Where are you leaning? I I, I think uh, I was all, like I had Jordan Love starting last week, but then like the last second, my son got in my head, which like you said, it turned out fine. But um, uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm leaning towards. I'm I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna play Lamar honestly this week. But uh, one thing I, I noticed about Lamar, like I, I wonder if they're trying to like change that offense a little bit so he's not that running crazy guy. Like he he's throwing. He's uh more traditional and taking his taking his spots. I haven't watched a ton of their of their games. I kind of like you know got the highlights or whatever. But um, and, and if if that's the case, that's smart by the way <laughs> to like keep him because you know he he had injury problems. So and then his like that 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 would affect his uh, fantasy numbers, especially if they're running. You know they got running backs and all that. So, mm-hmm. but the other thing too is Lamar Jackson. Like I like him, but I traded him for Justin Herbert before the season started. I'm very happy with that trade. I'd rather have the consistency than the boom and bust. So that might be another option, Matt. You might want to think about is uh, trading, like seeking a trade and seeing someone who if you're if you're actually gonna be like I want to start Jordan Love then you can trade a guy like Lamar Jackson, get something to help your team. You know, it depends on what what stage you want to do that, right? So yeah, I, I actually thought advice, about that. Because especially right now, I feel like Lamar Jackson still has a lot of name value. If if it's later in the season and he's still not producing at the level people are hoping for, his value is going to go down. Right now is not a bad time if if that's if you're in a similar situation to Matt. And, and – um, the other part I will say is is Minshew came in for Indy in week two after Richardson went down and then led the comeback or or played really well and they and they got the W. So I don't know. I mean, Minshew might be better currently for the offense than Richardson is. So that might, you know, not give them as many opportunities for Lamar Jackson. You know, it's it's gonna be interesting. But I yeah, do like Baltimore's defense, though. I feel like they got a pretty solid defense again. Yeah, yeah they, they usually keep, I think, polished up a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I want to bring up this comment, uh, even though it's not really about fantasy, but uh, the last time we played the Saints in the regular season was September of 2021. We lost 30-3. to That is my very first game stream. Like, I was like, I'm going to start oh my doing, goodness. like, the watch party thing, you know? And I was kind of nervous about it. And then... And I, I'm all, like, trying to be, like, positive. I'm like, hey, you know, never know. And it just keeps getting worse and worse. And it's just, like, video of me staring at my TV. It's like, oh, my God. It's so horrible. <laughs> that would have been the worst, bro. And, the, and the, you know, because I talk a lot of trash. So all Viking fans and Bear fans are popping in. And they're, like, just saying, like, ah, oh, whatever. Everyone's laughing. But that uh, was week one, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It was right yeah. out the gate. Right out the gate. Yeah, and and, and historically <laughs> – Especially Aaron Rodgers led teams seem to be terrible week one. So yeah, not it was anymore. not anymore. He's gone. Yeah. That's what I, and, and it's not week one for us anyways. So and Jordan Love's gonna have a better fantasy year than Aaron Rodgers. Fact. I don't book <laughs> it, people, right now. <laughs> he Too definitely soon. is. So <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, is there any like trades that you see that, that could happen that could uh spice up some guys that maybe aren't spicy right now, but could they could be moved to a, a, a better situation? Like in the real NFL? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I was thinking about that before. Like, you know, like on Madden, and I, I won't even say this because people will. <laughs> I would say on Madden, A.J. Dillon's always being trade offered. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I'm not saying him, and I know that he's a big topic this week. I'm not saying trade A.J. Dillon. But, like, is there, like, a backup somewhere that could be moved somewhere and uh, get more more touches or whatever? I don't know. I guess we're not Adam Schefter. We don't have. (laughs) I think it's too late for the backups to be traded and have significance. But I do think like a Jonathan Taylor is like just that realistic option. And and his value is low right now, except for in my league, someone just traded for him. It was insane. Oh, they traded A.J. Brown 
they offered this guy AJ Brown for um, Jonathan Taylor. And I'm like, what are you doing? The guy who had J- or Jonathan Taylor just pushed accept. It was like, what? Well, I just got a number one wide receiver. <laughs> so crazy things happen like that. I think I think like a DK Metcalf for a Jonathan Taylor is something that someone like if you have Jonathan Taylor, someone offered me D- DK Metcalf, I'd be like, I'm pushing the accept on this. Because you don't know. You have to kind of risk it a little bit. But don't send your number one wide receiver for for Taylor. I'd be like a, a wide receiver two, you know, that wide receiver three. Then that might be the only one that I've been looking for. So, I mean, everyone's talking about Acres right now. But I don't think they're – I don't know what the market would be. Who wants I, that guy? I'd cut ties. If you if you own Acres, hopefully right. you listened to the show last week and you picked up Kyron Williams. Right. Um. And if you didn't, I'm sorry. But Kyron Williams, Kyron Williams you is still you don't need available big... in like 38% of leagues. So yeah. if he's there, go get him. But I would cut ties with Acres. I wouldn't even worry about where he's going. I'm I'm gonna find someone else on my roster at that point. Yeah, don't don't feel the need to apologize for people not taking our advice. <laughs> yeah. hey, guys, take our advice. You want to compete, contend, and win a championship? Listen to what we're talking about. Yeah, definitely don't take my advice. But uh, <laughs> people people keep mentioning uh, Mike Evans. He's actually doing good for me. He's uh, he's doing all right. Uh, the, yeah. The better the better the Bucks do, the less likely they are to trade a mid season. I just like to throw that out there. Right. Um, I know that he's. It sounds like he's unlikely to resign with them, so it would make sense for them to trade him from just a value standpoint, but if they feel like they got a competitive team and I mean, their defense looks good again, they, their offense is doing okay. They, they might not want to trade them mid season. I think the problem with that situ- scenario is that people think that Baker Mayfield is Johnny Manziel They're just cause they went and got, both got tra- drafted to Cleveland and, and kind of busted Baker Mayfield's going to make something of his career. He's going to be great. Is he going to be, but he's competent. And that's why Mike uh, Evans still has value. That's why Godwin has value because mm-hmm. he's getting the job done. And plus they just beat down the Bears. So wh- how can you not love Baker Mayfield right now? Yeah. So, yeah it helped me out. Me. Uh, well, I, uh, what do you got? I was going to say, um, I think it's good to lead into some of our waiver wire targets Yeah, with all that. Um, so I guess we'll start off. We're talking about Baker Mayfield and quarterbacks. Um, Trev, do you have some quarterback targets? Yeah, I still think there's a number of quarterbacks that are sitting there that are, are really good. Like you might even be able to trade for some of these guys. Like I, I still think like picking up a guy like Kirk Cousins, like you still put up monster numbers. You can trade for a guy like Tua. That would be a really great move. A lot of people gave up on Geno Smith week one. It's amazing to me how many people just think they know what's going to happen after one week, right? Mm -hmm. But there was a question in the chat here that was uh, Derek Carr or Lamar Jackson. I I think at the end of the day, it's Lamar Jackson and that you got to go with Lamar, right? So... Um, but Matthew Stafford is a guy that I'd be picking up as a backup quarterback if your quarterback's struggling. If you got someone like someone who's just not been good for you, please. I mean, a lot of people were high on Daniel Jones being the guy that they waited on. We talked about that last week. But if Joe Burrow's not going to play, I'd be picking up Matt Stafford and 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 starting him. He, there's something he's good. I don't know. This just is- in. Matt Stafford had a down year last year because he was playing through injury. He didn't have a down year because he suddenly forgot how to play football. Right. So Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback, and he's he's rostered in 35% of leagues right now, which is outrageous to me. He should be on everybody's roster. He's he's at least worth your backup spot, and he's arguably better than, you know, some people people are starting. So, yeah, I would agree Stafford is, is a – obvious waiver wire target i really like cj stroud i was high on him um in the preseason uh stroud's looked really he looks like he's growing it each week last week looked really solid true. true um and they got a cakewalk of a schedule defensively in my opinion these next three weeks they have jacksonville pittsburgh and atlanta and i feel like there's a lot you can put up points against those teams Mm-hmm. All right, so, so let's get to the, get to this question. 
Uh, Watson is available in uh, in his league. I, that I think that's weird. But um, what do you think about John Watson Watson? or Christian Watson? No, he's yeah, talking what? about Christian Watson because he's talking about these uh, Packers. He has, yeah, he's Dude, a, uh, pick what? up Watson right now. Yeah, that's yeah. just that's a like, very weird thing. He should be rostered hundred percent. Actually, let's just talk about that real quick because that is actually something I wanted to bring up tonight. Was this is when it comes to waivers, everyone's going to be picking up guys tomorrow, right? And there's but watch who people drop. In fact, mm-hmm. when someone drops someone's like Christian Watson. What you should be doing is putting a counter uh, waiver claim on a guy like Christian Watson. He should not be on your waivers right now. He should have been picked up last week. When someone dropped him, you pick him up right now. Like that is a key. Yeah, he shouldn't have gotten to the new waivers. It's one of the strategies that, like, for example, in my leagues, um, Deontay Johnson for for the Steelers got dropped in a number of my leagues. I'm like, what are people doing? Put him in the IR spot. Put him in the, on your bench. That guy has got talent. So those are some of the little strategies that can help you win weeks and also make you that you win uh, down the road as well. Because those guys are coming back from injuries. Man, imagine having Watson on waivers. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's an easy pickup, and I'd be willing to spend a fair amount of my free agency budget if Christian Watson's sitting there. Like, what do you uh, think? Like, like thirty percent. Yeah, I was thinking 30. That's what number I had yeah. in my head. Yeah, I think he's he's a difference maker, right? Yeah, I mean, assuming that he can play most of the season, I think most games he's in, he's going to put up a fair amount of points. Yeah. Let me uh, bring this one up here. Um, are we nuts to think Zach Wilson could be serviceable? What do you think? I, I don't think that he's going to be completely not serviceable, but I would tell you that unless it's a two quarterback league, there's better options. I'm in a best ball league and I have Aaron Rodgers and Kirk cousins. Okay. Yeah. So I can't, I can't pick anyone up. I have to trade a guy offered me Aaron Rodgers for Zach Wilson. And it was a couple other small pieces to it. Sky Moore and something like that. I'm like, forget it. <laughs> I'm not taking Zach Wilson. If you like, He's terrible. Now, I <laughs> probably should take that deal because, it, I mean, it's a it's a dynasty league, right? But I think Rodgers has potential coming back this year. But I do not think Zach Wilson is serviceable. I do not think he should be on anyone's rosters unless, it, like uh, Dakota was saying, it's a two-quarterback league and he's your third or fourth guy. I'm not starting him. I don't trust him. Yeah. I, I don't even know if he's going to make it through the year. I think they could – they could trade for a quarterback. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't I, trust I, that guy. I would say that they could potentially pick up a free agent quarterback like Carson Wentz or something. Um, and at the same time, you know, I, I I I value quarterbacks a little bit differently. You know, I I I think that Wilson could put up, you know, twelve to fifteen points, maybe, mm-hmm. which is not bad. It's not great. That's not what you want out of your quarterback. But if you're in a pinch. Like it's points, but unless it's like I said, unless it's a two quarterback league, I don't think there's any reason to roster him. So, what do you think about uh, the the other Wilson, Ru- Russell Wilson? I, I like him. I like. Him. I think he's going to bounce back this year. And uh, Judy came back from the injury, didn't do much, but I think it's just because he's coming back from the injury. He's got a little. He's got that connection going with Sutton, which he did not have last year. Uh, I know they lost they their tight end, back. but uh, Mims. Right? Is it Mims that went off? Yeah. Like I, I, I think he's sneaky good. That's if, that's the those are the kind of Wilsons you want to go after. You I don't have want him. To be going after Zach. Zach is a crazy Lego maniac. Okay. Yeah, he's my third person. quarterback, and I, I, I see him over there getting those points. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> in this when we do this show, we tell we start talking about you can go on the waiver wire, pick a guy up. Yeah, do <laughs> go for it, man. Or you want to make a trade for someone? Go for it, like. You know, one one last quarterback I'd like to mention, and and it's somebody that should definitely be played over Zach Wilson is is uh, Howell from Washington. I feel like he's a stud, and and he's looked really good through two weeks. And I only expect it to get better as Terry McLaurin gets more up to speed. So, um, yeah, if you're if you're sitting with Zach Wilson on your roster right now, (laughs) probably one of these guys we talked about instead. Let me bring this one up here. Yeah, I like this question. So I just read it, and 
AJ Brown, okay, this is the thing that I don't this is the thing why I didn't have AJ Brown in the top tier of wide receivers because I think Devontae Smith now is the guy that gets enough targets and catches that one week it's oh, gonna yeah. be AJ Brown, one week it's gonna be Devontae Smith. So just you gotta keep that in mind when it comes to AJ Brown. Um super talented guy, right? But was reaming out hurts on the on the sideline saying, give me the ball. So he, you know, he's a dog and you want him there, but there's a lot of mouths to feed. I mean, Goddard needs touches. Um, you've got uh you got the guys coming to the back, like Swift likes to get a lot of work yeah, as well. You got Gainwell when he comes back. I, I'm not high. I would trade AJ Brown if you could get for like wide receiver tier one or two. I think you could get someone. I think there's going to be better wide receivers like Puka. Puka is going to be better than AJ Brown probably toward the season. I know that's a wild take, but I would rather have him at this stage. I, I just don't like the boomer bust guys. Is, and is Puka a must start then? For me, Puka is. And and even when Cooper Cup comes back, I think I think when Cooper Cups comes back, Puka still has value. I Man, think, think about I it. Think like so he's gonna he's gonna cause double teams. Cooper Cup is, and he's then he's gonna be wide open, and he's super talented. He's like no. You said. You should pick him up, right? I, I should have listened to you there. Uh, but, man, I'm kicking myself. I got offered Puka today, and I offered, and I, I said no because um, he wanted uh, Hawkinson, and he's the only tight end that's actually doing something. So I'm like, I, I can't replace the tight end value, but I almost, I'm like, man, I really want to make this deal. So what about this question right here? Like, uh, AJ for Cam Akers? Like AJ Dillon? Oh, AJ just- Dillon. Yeah, this is just. Are you talking about real football? I think he's talking about real football. No, 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 no. We're talking about. I think he's talking about a a fantasy trade. I mean, I would take AJ Dillon over Cam Akers, but I don't really want either of them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I agree. There you go. Um, Well, let's talk about running backs then. Um, So we mentioned Kyron Williams. Um, He's he's above fifty percent now, so he's not really a waiver wire target, but he's only at like sixty two percent. So if he is available, he should be absolutely rostered. I think he's a really talented guy. We talked about him last week. Um, but the number one running back target I have, um, and this I think is obvious, but maybe some people have somebody else, but is Jerome Ford. 100%. And, yeah, and, and, and I would and, like to talk about I, – I, I saw a comment that mentioned Kareem Hunt worked out for the Browns. I'm, I like Ford more than I like Kareem Hunt. I think Ford's, you know, he's the young guy. He he has a lot of speed. And uh, I think there's a reason why, you know, they let Hunt walk and they were happy to go with the young guy. So bringing Hunt in makes sense for them, obviously. And Hunt can play his complimentary role like he did last season to Chubb for this season, maybe to Ford. But I would, I think Ford's still the guy that you want. Yeah. So how much would you spend, Dakota? I have written down uh, 25 to 30% of my budget. Okay, well, I'm going bolder. I've got <laughs> I've got waivers on right now, 52 bucks. Wow. Out of 100. That's... Then the reason yeah. why is this. I hope no one from my league is watching this. Just, you know, <laughs> someone's going to put 53. I'll be like, this is the problem. Okay. <laughs> Five so I'm gonna I'm gonna put it higher now just because I said that. Five but, point. Um, the reason why I'm going so all in is this is a running team. Uh, Deshaun Watson is not producing like we were hoping. Last night he had what 24 fantasy points and he didn't even play the whole game. Yeah. Because Chubb played a good chunk of that first bet. This is a team that you're gonna have Ford starting the whole year. Like a lot of people are like, who are you gonna take Sam or Matt Breida? Or Ford. It's Ford because Barkley's coming back. So I'm just saying you're never going to get a starting running back of this caliber there. So I'm I'm going higher than I'm going over half. I understand your your budget, but it's it's like I said last week. For me, I'm more conservative with my free agency budget at the beginning of the year because I like to be when when a guy like you know Chubb or somebody that goes down late in the year, I want to make sure I get that guy because then his odds are being healthy for the playoff push. 
or higher because now Ford or whoever it would be, you know, is coming in week 14. And it's like, that's when I want to spend all my money. I want to have the money at the end, but I totally get what you're saying. Everything you're saying about Ford, it's, it's, it's to find an RB one that is going to have, it looks like most of his team share of carries and it's a, a running team. That's a great situation to, to be able to snag a guy like this. Mm-hmm. So then where did Chubb go in, in the drafts? Mostly first round, second round, some rounds? Right. So here's my thing about that. Because remember last week we talked about Puka. And uh, the, the, at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm going to put 17 down. Well, I was losing those bets because people were putting 25. Some put 35 down. And now I'm like, what, what am I going to do with this fab? There's so many people that don't even spend a dollar on their fab. And it's like, you might as well get the guy you want. So so this guy's got, I got 250, I'm spending 250 on Ford. I don't think that's a great idea personally, <laughs> but that's his call and he wants that guy, then go for it. At least like you use your fab. I literally have guys every year, don't spend a dollar. And I'm like, what? Mm. That's bad strategy. So even if you spend a little bit more than you were hoping for, um, but he want. I mean, maybe that guy has Chubb. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's like, dude, I'm hooped if I yeah, don't have one. Yeah, if you're the guy that owns Chubb, um, I, you, you're probably hurting really bad at running back right now. So I can I can understand going up more like 45% or something. I still don't like to go over 50% this early. But Okay, but so I'll ask you a question on that. Why, what, what do you get later on? that makes it so you win a week or win a, win a championship. Like, isn't I mean, it usually earlier is some of those guys that you're like, Oh, we didn't see that coming, but who have you picked up in the past that you're like, I got to wait for that guy. Cause usually by, well, I usually don't know at this point, but it usually, there's always some studs that go down late in the season. It seems, or even if they, they're not really hurt that bad, they're doing well and they want to keep them healthy for the playoffs. And, uh, and I, I feel like there's always really good options late in the season. I can't think of one at the top of my head that I've done in the past, but I always end up spending my budget. I don't. I'm not the guy that keeps his at a hundred. I spend it, but I usually find guys later in the season, and I'm happy to go all in on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing with me. I have no idea what any of that that, that spending stuff means because I haven't played fantasy in so long. It's like different now. Um, and I see the numbers there. I'm like, at some point, I'm going to have to figure that one out. <laughs> well, this is a good week to think about it, right? So Ford is probably available on your Ross in your thing, right? Like, go check it if he is. And then here's the thing. This is the other little strategy I think is really important. When you have guys on your bench that you're like, you know what? They're I don't know if they're ever going to play on my team. What you do is you drop those guys, those two guys, one or two guys you can have on your bench that interchangeable. And you go pick up everyone's backups that, for like, for example, Ford is not available in most of my leagues because people went and picked him up. I went and picked up Warren. I went and picked up Spears from the Titans because if Henry goes down, if um, Harris goes down, then they're the number one running backs. So yeah. I have those guys on my bench. And I, in fact, Warren, I'm not, I'm keeping him. I'm like, that guy, like you told us last week, Dakota, you need to be having him on your roster. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, that's a good advice. I went and picked him up. I'm super happy with that right now. And it's he not looks just explosive, a, right? Yeah, he's not just a handcuff to Harris, right? Yeah, he's the guy. And those are the guys that I love to get is is guys that, that end up winning the job outright. But, you know, those are, are a lot of speculative ads. And that's how I pretty much always draft. But that's good advice. And also, um, in regards to your free agency budget, another benefit to what Rev Trev was saying earlier when uh, most leagues are set up this way, I, I've seen it where they do have second waivers, but a lot of leagues, if you pick up the guys after they went through initial waivers, you don't have to spend any free agency budget on them. Right. And uh, so that saves you money when you're picking up people's trash that you think they made the wrong call on. Totally. So do pay attention to those waivers. I always look at those guys. That's who I'm always looking for, um, you know, on Thursday or whatever, when, once they clear. And uh, I'm looking at, you know, do I have anybody that I'm going to be able to just throw on the IR? And then I'm picking up these guys, speculative, and they're free money. And so I oh, fill up my rosters with that. Let me ask you a, a question about mine. 
Um, like I say, I, I, I might go Jordan Love, but either way, I, I have Jordan Love, Russell Wilson, and Lamar Jackson. So I could probably get rid of, you know, I could probably trade one and get some value somewhere else. Um, well, yeah, and the thing is, is yours is dynasty too. So yeah, you know, um, getting a guy like Sam Howell or something instead of Russ, there's more dynasty. That's what I was gonna ask. Like, what what can I expect to like for like trade offers or like for like Russell Wilson? Yeah, the problem with that is you sometimes it works one for one, right? But usually you have to like give in a, in a different place where the guy's weak, and you got to. It's usually a two for two. You yeah. lose in one, and then. But I don't know. Maybe someone would do Russ for Howell straight up. I mean, that would be really tempting. If I had Howell, I'd be tempted to pull the trigger on that deal because I, I I like Russ. But I don't know. You have to. You have to also. I mean, if you're in a dynasty league, how do you feel about that? Me? Long term outlook. For me. I'm asking Rev Trev. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I mean, it's two weeks, so it's hard to like real. I, I always, I always lean with the guy who's done it before mm-hmm. over the guy that has potential. But in this case, I, I would, I like Howell. I like what I'm seeing there, and they do have weapons. So it's not like you're just like, okay, he's young, so such and such should happen. I actually think. With those wide receivers and that defense, Howell is a sneaky play that someone I, I knew a lot of guys that were like, we're we're targeting Howell. They actually didn't even draft quarterbacks and went Howell only. I was like, wow, that's bold, right? <laughs> so I drafted him in like three of my leagues. And yeah, like I, as I a backup or as a starter? Uh and in one of my leagues, he was the first quarterback I picked. Wow, good for you. And I picked CJ Stroud after him, which I thought was weird. How did Stroud drop? But this just still- in Dakota has balls <laughs> deal when it comes to fantasy football. I love it. Let's let's show you. Mike says here, uh, leaning towards starting golf versus Atlanta. My other option is Herbert versus Vikings. Um, what do you, what do you guys think about that? Man, that's tough. <laughs> I'm a huge Herbert fan, so that's yeah. really hard for me. Uh, let me, let me just look this up. Yeah, Sorry. that's what I'm doing too. Okay, so Herbert is third right now. Yeah, okay. So he's averaging 20 or 22 points a game where Goff, he had 14 week one. He had almost 23 week two. He's just thinking they're going to destroy Atlanta, right? That's the key there. But the the Vikings don't have a great defense either. So what is? Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I, I would, like I, Herbert still. I would. I would do Herbert. I know that you're leaning Goff. Like, are you leaning Goff because you're a Lions fan, or are you leaning Goff because you actually think he's going to have a better week? Like, just because he has one good week, Eckler being he's out, he's going to have two good weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, and. Let's I mean, go! Oh, I love it, Jason. Love you, man. This is awesome. I love that call. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, Jordan Love did. I if I started Jordan Love and he threw like you know for his first five touchdown game, I'd be and and I'm gonna be there, so I'd like that for that more. Yeah, I think when you go to the game, it's there's something special about you starting the guy that that you're watching. Like, yeah, he's at right the end there. Of the day, it's more about the fun. Yeah, I mean, if he sucks, then you're like, oh, it's a double kick in the nuts, but. At the end of the day, <laughs> it's been pretty like even. So like even if I like I, I I trust Jordan Love, so I don't think he's gonna have like a colossal bad day where he's like throwing intercepts and all this crazy stuff. And I th- I feel like L- Lamar's kind of the same thing. I feel like like you said throughout the year, they're probably gonna be pretty similar. Some weeks, you know, one might be more than the other, but um, I I don't think that it's a it's like a huge gamble by me, right? Plus, I love Jordan Love. You know. So um. I saw a comment about Tony Jones Jr. And I'm fine if you want to stream Tony Jones Jr., but I don't really want to pick him up because I feel like he's a one-week option. Because Kamara's back after next week, right? Or is it two weeks now? Nope, he's back week four. That's what I thought. So Kamara's back next week, not not this week, the following week. And, um, you know, who knows how long Jamal Williams is out, but, I mean, the Packers... I have him. Do you know how long he's going to be out then? No, I have no <laughs> idea. 
But I have him on my team. Uh, I think Tony Jones, Tony Jones Jr. could do fine against the Packers, especially if if uh, Lucas Van Ness is out too. You know, adding injuries to that team. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I I would hope that most people don't really have to stream running backs this early in the season. But I think if you're gonna pick up Tony Jones, and he said he says he says I picked up Tony Jones Jr. since Jamal's mm-hmm. hurt. If if you have Tony Jones Jr., he should be in your flex probably. Yeah, I mean, he's a starting yeah, running I back. I think he's fine to play this week. Yeah, play him one week, see what he does, and then here. I mean, you're right. Jamal Williams is gone. So, yeah, what do I do with him? Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams is droppable. I think you should be using using your fab and picking up a different guy and dropping Jamal Williams personally. Yeah, I would um, agree with that. They have not used him like they did in Detroit. I've got oh, him yeah. in multiple leagues, and I I don't want him anymore. I'm like, but I mean, it is a hamstring injury, and so like you said, three to four weeks or something. So. I, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if Tony Jones Jr. has much rest of the season value. Is my point. Yeah, it's just for one week. Yeah, maybe two weeks max. So let's get to wide receivers. I just saw Tank Dell. I have Tank Dell as my number one wide receiver in in free agency and pick up. And uh, I know that um, maybe that's controversial, but I I drafted Tank Dell as like my last pick in a couple of drafts because. I mean, if anybody saw before he went out with the hammy or whatever it was in the preseason, I mean, he was gobbling up targets, and he looked really good in training camp. Him and Stroud already seemed to have that connection, and and he's and I, I think I mentioned him one of our weeks talking here. Guys like that that are just so quarterback friendly and can get you, you know, it's like a like a Wes Welker or something, just getting those little targets. That's so. Nice for a rookie quarterback to have a guy like that. So I like Tank Dell a lot. I think he in PPR he's going to be pretty solid. I think he's going to be a good like wide receiver three or something moving forward. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, we got a question here. Thoughts on Kyron Williams and Garrett Wilson for Waller, CD, and Addison? That's a decent like. Is he offering there that has been offered to him? I like the Kyron Williams and the Garrett Wilson side right there because I just don't like Waller just seems to be made out of glass and he doesn't last the season. And I know he's good. Don't get me wrong. Addison is going to be a hit or miss guy. I think it's just Jefferson. They just look for Jefferson. Yeah. I think, and, I think Addison and, and, I love Gate, Lamb, and, and Osborne are going to alternate basically which one gets the most secondary points there. Yeah. Um, obviously, CD's solid, but uh, I think Kyron and Garrett are pretty good. If I'm the one receiving Kyron or Garrett, um, I might take a look at what their roster is. And, and if I'm sending out three, I'd be like, can I snag maybe somebody else if he's got anybody worthwhile? Um, but I, I kind of lean that way too, I think. Okay. So let, let me ask you this. Uh, we kind of we, 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 we talked about Swift earlier. But um, do we look at Swift differently now? Like, you know, he had this game. Like, a lot of people, you know, didn't expect to pop off like that. Uh, are, are, are they going to use him? Are they going to keep, you know, giving him those opportunities? I think they should. But yeah, I don't think they, they will. I, there's, for some reason, they like Gainwell. And I don't get it. He's not I like that Gainwell. good. <laughs> he's not, but he's I, not, I agree. It's a committee. As as, he's not good as Swift. No, like, he's not. But it's a committee there. And, yes. And, and I don't like that. And, I would and, trade for I trade him away if, if yeah I, I like, like like Swift I, is a good sell high right now and and the thing is 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 Jalen Hurts is still such a running quarterback and and that guy loves to pull every read option so I'm yeah. I'm I, I I don't love Swift week to week I feel like I'm gonna be wondering each time I start him if he's gonna go off or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my thing is I'm thinking because I have Aaron Jones and if he's out I have Swift, but um yeah. Yeah. and I'm I'm you know now if, if I start him he probably will never do that again. <laughs> you know <what laughs> no, I mean? but Matt, actually that's a good point because you like you don't have another running back right after Jones. Uh, after I have uh, Stevenson from New England. Yeah, but you got to start two of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you're gonna start Swift and Stevenson as long as Aaron Jones is out. That's good. That's a good plan. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I would do that. That's what I but, should have done this week. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> you learn. That's why it's about, fantasy is about learning, right? Um, if we go to that one by Ryan Daniel, the Purdy one at home, um, this will actually answer two questions here. I don't know if you can find that one there, Matt. No, I'll scroll it up. But um, Purdy at home against the Giants or Dak on the road against the Cardinals, I probably have to sit Burrow. So if you're sitting Burrow, which is fine, um, both of those are good options. I prefer Dak on the road against Arizona because they don't have a great defense um, personally. And then also it speaks to the one that Mike said, picked up Ferguson and starting him this week over Waller Thoughts. I don't have a problem with either one of those uh, plays. Purdy is solid, though. He's got all those weapons around him. I don't think you go wrong, but I have a feeling the Giants are going to bounce back one of these weeks and their defense is finally going to do something. So I don't know if it's going to be this week against the 49ers, <laughs> but I, I get a little nervous every time I like want to recommend Purdy. I'm like, ah, there's something about Dak that I'm just like, he can run the ball. I, I would lean Dak on that one for Ryan uh, there. Uh, I don't know if that helps you, but but then it also Ferguson, he loves throwing it to CeeDee Lamb and Ferguson. I'm, I'm high on those guys. So I would yeah, lean there. I saw Ferguson get dropped in one of my leagues and I immediately scooped him up. So yeah. I like I'm I'm fine with starting Ferguson over Waller. Um and Arizona is like basically tanking for Caleb Williams. So <laughs> they scored like twenty nine points against the Giants or something crazy like that, though. That was wild. That's yeah. the other quarterback, Dobbs. That's the guy you wanna like that guy's a sneaky play. But anyway. Well, according to Pro football focus, he's Dobbs is is better than Jordan Love. Let's burn it down. Yeah, you know what I mean, <laughs> what are they talking? Are they do they watch football? Or no? So here, Packer fans, let's talk about uh, uh, Packer, Jaden Reed. Love it. Love him, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know for fantasy wise. Like people are like, it was the Jaden Reed coming out party. It's like. I don't know if that's like if that's true for fantasy. I do think like possibly like he's got that speed. I think when Watson comes back, I don't really know what to do with Reed. That's the problem. Yeah, I think that Reed has emerged that he's gonna be the slot guy. Um and LaFleur yeah. has shown that he's willing to get him the ball in creative ways last week. So I like that. Um as far as what his value is going to be going forward, especially with Watson back, it's hard to say right now. I do think that he's going to be, you know, the guy in three wide receiver sets. He's going to be in there, you know, over over Torre. And I think Heath is more of an outside guy and Wicks too. So I think I think he's basically won the slot role. What does that mean moving forward? You know, it's hard to say because we haven't even really seen Jordan Love enough to know if he's got, you know, if he likes to pepper the slot or whatever, what it is, you know? Yeah. I think well, that I'm picking him up if you got space. Yeah. I, I think that like, you just don't know. Cause like you, like you say how much they're going to use him. I think that they're going to try to get creative cause he's got speed. He's got that ability, but if he, I don't think he's going to be consistent. Um, I have, numbers like in real life. I think he's going to be legit. I, I'm, I'm excited about him. But for yeah. Fantasy, I'm not sure he's going to get those big points every week. I have him ranked as my fourth wide receiver on the waiver wire targets. And keep in mind, being top five or something is all fine and good, but you don't need to pick up a waiver wire every week. You know what I mean? Don't don't just pick up guys because you feel like you have to. If if uh you know if you need a spot, you need a guy, then I think he's okay. But um Ryan Daniels saying he should get even more open with, with Watson in there. I think Dobbs is going to be the biggest recipient of Watson being back. I agree. Is, is, is Watson supposed to be back for sure? Like, do, do we know? He did get a limited practice in last week. He seemed more uh, questionable to play than Jones was. Jones seemed like he was just out. So I think it's possible that Watson is back this week, but it's hard to say until we see some practice reports. All right. Do you guys got, got anything else you want to 
educate the folks with? I don't know. I think we give them a lot of stuff here to to think about because if you do those little tricks and those little strategies, it helps you to win weeks and to have. And the other thing is, though, when you snag up some of those guys off waivers or the guys who got dropped, for example, like the Deontay Johnsons, the Christian Watsons of the world that people are dropping, what happens is it strengthens your be- your bench for trading. Because there's guys who are like, hey, I want that guy. And you can throw guys in to, to, to get that deal going. That's another kind of thing we should probably talk about next week is because week three, week four, people start really talking about trades. And uh, so tune in next week for sure for the trades uh, stuff. And if you have not, not should I tr- offer this, more like what am I receiving or I'm, I'm going to offer this. That's the kind of stuff that we want to answer for you next week because – it's not, but you hear the thought processes that we're saying here. As I said, that the thought processes, <laughs> I mean, the, the way we're thinking, right? Um, because there's ways you can improve your roster through trades. Like if John J. Smith has another good week, Matt, that's a guy I'd be like, man, Aaron Jones is coming back. That's a guy you could trade and get some value for and really improve your roster. Yeah. Because you're not going to start them. So, another note on that, and with these waiver wire pickups we're talking about, is even if you are in really good shape at running back and you're like, I don't need another running back, you can still pick up Ford. And, and, uh, pick up Ford, you drop maybe your bottom wide receiver or backup tight end or something. And now you have some trade pieces, right? You're just like, okay, I've got a bunch of running backs. Somebody's going to need one. And if I need to go get a wide receiver or whatever, I've got the assets to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to slip one last question in here. Uh, Kelsey. Kelsey's back. Uh, I think he gave got me like 10 points or something. Obviously, coming back. Do we see him uh, bringing those numbers up? Because I'd, I'd like to right. see that. Yeah, um, he's going to trend up. I expect Kelsey to be Kelsey and still – Average like near twenty points a game. <laughs> I'd like to get back to that. But I, in my opinion, I still think Hawkinson. This is my bold take. I think Hawkinson turns into tight end number one this year, just because uh, that he was injured. But maybe I'm wrong on that. It depends if if Kelsey has a bunch of num- like monster weeks again, like he always does. Yeah, where you do obviously four pieces. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking like at the end of the day, Kelsey and Hawkinson are the only two tight ends that you really want. To be honest, I mean, uh, I do like um, Andrews a lot, but I just have this feeling that like they don't they don't trust Addison not enough yet in Minnesota. I think Hawkinson's the guy he trusts after Jefferson. So I, I like that. That's a little my little sneak. Now he was getting drafted super high. So um, I like what Mike had to say that Kansas City defense is a good pickup uh, this week against the Bears. I agree with that 100. percent So Bears still yeah, suck, right? I think, I think <laughs> yeah. whatever defense is playing the Bears, whatever defense is playing, you know Arizona or Carolina. I think those are good defenses to pick up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna wrap this thing up next week. Like you said, uh, we'll talk about some trades. Oh, uh, that can happen because I, I I'll have some questions. Maybe even during the week, I might uh have to yep. hit you up. But I, I appreciate everyone watching. Big shout out to Quick Trip, and um, thanks for tuning in. Whether you're on the podcast, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, even Twitch. Um, thanks for watching there. Peace out. I tried to play a video to end, ended, but uh, <laughs> uh, it moved on me. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>